I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello everybody and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. I am joined by none other than probably the UK's most famous DILF, Darren Day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, amazing. God, what amazing intros I've had from you today. Love it. Before we finish part one, I kind of teased that we're going to talk a little bit about your love life. And it does, I, I do have to ask before we talk... In big, the Big Brother house, I mean, you caught the eye of a certain very sexualized lady, did you not? Tiffany, it's Tiffany Pollard, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. me. Darren, the look in your eyes was sheer terror when she put it on you. I was blown away. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the guts yeah. took some sheer lady balls, that from her mind. It was brilliant. And it's sheer bigger balls than I've got. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> Um, look, the thing is, look, you know, I, I think what she did, if I'm honest, mm. it was from the States, right? So you got a, an American reality show star coming to do a British show. I think mm. she researched everybody. Yep. I think she researched me and my love rap fucking days <laughs> and maybe saw that I was married now. And I, I don't know if it was a genuine thing or mm. if she thought me falling off the wagon with a girl would mm. be camera time. Oh, you know okay. Mean? Yeah. I don't know. I may, I may be completely wrong, but I mean, she was so full on. I mean, I, she was Brazen. flossing her teeth in the mirror one day. And I walked past, she's flossing. She went, hey, Darren. I went, hi, are you all right? She went, not really. And I went, why? She went, oh, I'm just so fucking horny. And I'll be like, hmm. And then she came up to me one day and she said, I'm sorry if you heard me in bed last night. Now, she no. had the bed next to me, and I kid uh-huh. you not, I'm laying there. All I can hear is, ah, yeah. I swear. So I'm facing that one. I'm thinking, for fuck's sake. I turn the other way, and John Partridge is in the bed next to me with his cock hanging out. And I thought, oh, do you know no. what, what? What's in the name of fuck am I doing here? You know? I got, got a fucking been... geezer with his cock out the side, a woman masturbating the other fucking side. I was like, this is fucking crazy. I mean, obviously, I can empathise. I did Geordie Shaw for five years. That is just standard practice, mate. In Jesus, fact, that's, that's tame. You get no sympathy from me, son. Some <laughs> stories. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. So, for me, right, obviously, I knew of um, Tiffany. Like, I'm a 
big reality TV show fan. Um, and it's a good thing given like the start I had, you know what I mean? But I, I remember watching her in, she was in like, um, Flavor Flav's show, wasn't she? Like all about finding love. And she oh, was a was she? yeah, she was in a mass, she was a massive character out there. And me and my friends absolutely loved her. And we still to this day, Darren, we send clips of whenever we've had a drink and we're not together, we send clips of that show, your series to each other, because we find it so fascinating. Like her behavior was so territorial. And so I don't know, you know, if yeah, I think you're probably onto something. Like she is a reality show vet. She knew what she was doing and she knew how to get the headlines but regardless mate how entertaining was she how oh, no. i mean and i mean obviously the, the big moment was and i when i do my my stage shows i do sort of talk about it but that moment you know angie bowie david bowie's ex-wife is in there david bowie dies she gets told privately that david has passed away of course everyone else is in the garden apart from tiffany and angie and so Tiffany goes to Angie, she says, are you okay? And Angie says, no. Now, what the public didn't realise is that day, David left the house for two hours because they, uh-huh. he was very sick. Yeah. So he went off to see the doc, came back and went to bed, right? And you so, knew that he was feeling unwell. Yeah. We're oh, all told shit. David's been taken out of the house for two hours, going to have some blood tests done. So then he comes mm-hmm. back, he goes to bed for the afternoon. And then, so when... <laughs> Well, this is making so to, much sense. Yeah, that's why it was. So when she went over to Angie and said, are you okay? And she said, no. And she said, what's wrong? She went, David's dead. <laughs> so, you know, fair enough. Tiffany thought, she, and she went, what? what, what when did, how did he die? Cancer. So she came running into oh, the yeah. garden to the other, to yeah. all of us, saying, David's dead, David's dead. So what are we talking about? Anyway, so we all run. Like, I'm in front. I've got a fucking, it's like a, a Z-list celebrity stampede to the fucking bedroom. I throw the door open. Now, if you sleep in the day in there, Vic, because the yeah. lights are bright, some people bring the sleeping masks in. Yeah. Most people pull the covers of the bed up uh-huh. over their eyes, you know. So yeah. when we ran in and looked over at David's bed, he was cut. He was completely covered. So <laughs> like, fucking hell, it's true. So I ran over to him, pulled the covers back, he had just had his third facelift, right? And yeah. he felt that they'd pulled it too tight. He couldn't shut his eyes all the way together. So when we pulled the covers back, he's laying there like that. No! His eyes oh. open. So I'm, I shook him and on national television said, David, are you dead? And he, he opened his eyes a little bit wider, looked up and went, not that I know of, Darren, no. Oh, but... But this thing was massive. It made news at ten. They had T-shirts made. David wasn't dead. It was, oh, big. it was a crazy moment. Honestly, Darren, it was just the best series. Like you were part of, in my opinion, the best series with some of the most iconic scenes, the most controversial moments, the most the most memorable things. Like, I, honestly, I'm so fired up. I feel like I want to binge watch it again. It was brilliant, so brilliant. But whether or not Tiffany's like feelings for you were genuine I mean you've not been short of offers otherwise have you lad <laughs> you know what I mean it's, uh, I was yeah. I mean it's so so you're engaged now your partner Sophie and is that the do you mind is asking that's sixth time in it right, right fifth. fifth fifth congratulations I, I've read 11 I, I mean I've read all sorts of things but um yeah I mean look I'll be honest with you there were I think what fucked me with the engagement thing 
was that I got engaged to two girls in the one year. Oh yeah, that's um, a, it's a big move. That I mean, I so I got engaged to an actress in February 1998 mm-hmm. because she, God, she was constantly on at me to put a ring on her finger, right? So right. I did. I Go to make to her happy. Pressure. So I did. Mm-hmm. Right? We broke up, and I started dating an Australian actress mm-hmm. who was working over here with me, but she lived in Australia. Was it a passport situation, Darren? No, what it was, was if you want me to, you know, if, if I'm going to emigrate and if I'm going to yeah. live here, yeah, yeah, we need a commitment, you know? Yeah. So Jeez. I went and bought another fucking ring. Treasure I bought any of the fucking rings back, you know, Vic, not fucking one of them. You know I had them thrown at me in an argument, but I never yeah. got them. But, you win some, you lose some, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I do realise that... Um, and look, I ain't making excuses. I take responsibility for everything I've ever done. But there were there was a good decade where I just didn't I, I didn't really know what was going on because I was I was just never straight. Um, yeah, which is yeah. A, it's not an easy thing to admit, but it's the truth. Um, and I just I, I was like a headless chicken, really, and I made yeah. some bad decisions, and I. I loaded the press, the paps, the journalists. I loaded their guns for them, you know, pretty much every time. And I and I pretty much fell down every pitfall there was to fall down. Um, and it but, was on front on the front pages most of the time, you know. But, but you know what, babe? Like you're not like I'm. I'm. So, I love you so much. Like chatting to you now. Like I just feel like I'm talking to one of my friends, and I would make excuses for anything you've done because that's the type of person I am. Once I like somebody, but hand on my heart, right? I'm 33 and I've been engaged twice. And like I'd, I'd like to think that's not me lot. I'd love to think I'm going to get married to the person I'm with now, and that'll be three engagements, and that'll be me done. But who knows what the future holds? And I think. Given that, like, you're 52 and you're finally happy now, like, who's to judge? Damn, honestly, like, it sounds as though you were dealing with a lot of stuff when you made these decisions. And I can imagine the pressure you were under. I know sometimes when I've been, like, when I was at the height of my fame or whatever, when I come out the jungle and stuff, like, I just felt so lonely. And I didn't know who I would trust. And subsequently, I rushed into relationships with the wrong people. And even when I was in them, I was rushing their timelines. Like, I was like, I wasn't happy just being someone's girlfriend. I wanted to be someone's fiance. I wanted to live with someone. And there were so many red flags, but I ignored them because I didn't want to be on my own because I felt the pressure of showbiz. I felt the pressure of the paps. I felt pressure of all of this world that I didn't quite feel comfortable in. So I looked so desperately for someone to make me feel safe and I, I rushed things. So I, I get why you have maybe left a trail of broken hearts behind you. Like you were just trying to feel safe and loved. Well, I also, what was, what was interesting for me, has been interesting for me over this last year when I've been having regular therapy, which I, I never kept up before. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. But was that one of the kind of symptoms, uh, I guess, of, of this BPD thing is yeah. that you get involved with someone very, very quickly. You go all in. Right. But then you suddenly back off. You uh, fall out of love as quickly as you fall in, essentially. I mean, and I'm, I'm not blaming anything on some my mental health or my addiction at all, because like I said, I take responsibility for all my actions. But it did sort of make sense of, because I did. Yeah. I would go all in so quickly but then I would just go, I, I, I need to, I, I can't, it's I'm claustrophobic, Darren. <laughs> but with the engagement thing, Vic, it's like one of the things that I, I kind of wanted, well, wanted to sort of get across to people was the fourth engagement was to a lady who I was married to for 13 years. So, you know, that fourth engagement ended up being a 13-year marriage. Of course. Um, and... You know, look, and, and I, yes, I proposed to Sophie. I proposed to Sophie on the spot we met in Wimbledon in the outfit of Richard Gere from An Officer and a Gentleman. I no, you didn't. You smooth bastard. But only because yes, that, mm, she told me that that was always, which way back she said the Officer and the Gentleman thing yeah. was her kind of. So, um, yeah, so I, I put a big coat on. I booked the room, I booked the hotel that we spent our first night yeah. in, the room. Mm, I love this. So, but I really, I think she's been amazing, my girl. I, I can't tell you. I mean, we've been together for two years this April. And the day that I stopped drinking, mm-hmm. she did. And this isn't, this is a girl wow. who is one of the normal people, you know, yeah. she, she could go out a couple of times a month with her mates, get smashed, never think about it again. Mm-hmm. Completely unlike me, <laughs> but, but she said, it's with you because I don't want there to be booze what in the house. A woman. But I know. And, and truthfully, factually, no one had ever done that for me before. Yeah. And it has made my journey so much easier to get ton, 10 months under my belt because there's no drink in the house. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Remove that temptation, Darren, like you've got to, mate. So her She's, support has been amazing, babe. Sophie sounds brilliant, right? I don't want to jump the gun. I'm not, but like, do you think there could be like a little wedding in the future between you two? Uh, do you know what, babe? Unquestionably. Yes. I, 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 you know. Uh, do you know what? Her and me, another good test test for our relationship. We, you know, we've been holed up together for a year, yeah. 24-7. And we've, we've barely had a crossword, if I'm honest. And I Lucky can't you, of, fucking her can't right. hate me, mate. He hates oh. us now, my friend. Sick of a sight of us. Sick of me crying, sick of me whinging, sick of me dirty knickers. He's practically moving out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bloody hard, isn't it? Yeah, it, you know what? It's so tough, but I think, and I, I, I do think a lot of people are going to walk out of lockdown probably single. And then I do think there's going to be a lot of people walk out of lockdown in relationships stronger than they ever were before. Tough times, like they show you what you're made of. 
And it sounds as though you and Soap offer keeps. And I am so pleased for you both. Um, before I let you go, first of all, can I come to the wedding? Oh, babe, buy a hat. Don't buy yes! a hat. <laughs> In fact, I'll, so get, I'll, get you, I'll, I'll get you an unclaustrophobic, Darren, fucking hat. <laughs> oh yeah i want all the merch made out on out this one um and lastly here at vicky patterson the secret too we always ask our wonderful guests to impart a couple of pearls of wisdom for our lovely listeners um and listening to you talk darren it's it's proper inspirational and i know there'll be loads of people who emerge from lockdown feeling a little bit squishy maybe he's haven't drank too much maybe he's just not feeling like themselves like Maybe he's having just lost their sparkle and it's so obvious that you have, you've, you've, you've got your life back together. And I want to know what your secret is to getting your act together. Well, I mean, the, the weird thing has been, it's almost like lockdown has been my secret because um, I've got myself together just more. A, just a global pandemic. Well, I know, I, I know, and I know, <laughs> I know and, I, and I feel, I actually feel guilty about, you know, saying that something positive for me personally has come out of a world pandemic that has cost so many lives. It's been such a, a, a disaster for, for everyone across. I feel guilty in saying it, but I don't mean it disrespectfully to anyone who is, you know, anyone and any families of people that have lost their lives and stuff. I, but it, I think it's just because, like you said earlier, it has given me time to concentrate and focus on getting me well again. And I don't yeah. think I realised how unwell I was because I just kept working, touring. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I, and I, the, the fact that I found the secret to, look, do you know what? It's things like the relationship with my children yeah. is magical now <laughs> because they can see that their dad's emotionally present um, I've ended up seeing my kids so much more than I would have done if, if work had continued because touring yeah. around the country. But, you know, they've come here for a week at a time, um, all of my kids. And, um, yeah, so there's been a lot of positives. But even when I do FaceTime with them, which we do every day, they can just see that I'm there. Yeah, yeah. The lights are on. Someone's home. You're present. And that's probably all they've ever wanted, Darren. Like, you know... I know we're joking and it's taken a, a lockdown, but all you're basically saying is the secret of getting your act together is listening to your, listening to your body, is taking some time for yourself. Like you're such a workaholic and you've pushed yourself through some moments that you probably should have rested and, re- and realised you needed some time to recuperate. So you relate to, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Like I think the secret of getting your act together is is taking some time off, doing what feels right for you. And I'm so pleased that even if it was not self-imposed, even if the government forced you to do it, that you've done that, mate. Yeah, you look t- happier than ever. Thank you. I'll, I'll tell you what I'll sum it up. I'll sum it up with one little sentence. On. The on. secret to, to getting your life together is living in the fucking moment. Yes! Um, yes, Darren. When I went to South Africa to rehab, um, we were taught a lot about, you know, sort of mindfulness and being in the moment. Um, and it, there's a great book called The Power of Now that I read. But it is, and, but it's like what you say, slow it down. Everything. When something good happens, really take it in, you know, because life is 100 miles an hour. And 
Yeah, I, I, w- I would say I, I think living in the moment is a is a massive, massive deal, and it it really, really helps all sorts of people. You know, whether it's addicts, people with mental health, but even the normal people out there. Yeah. That there is something about you know the past is fucking regret, the future is anxiety. That's mm-hmm. the way I yeah. look at it. So just live for now, live for this moment Vic you know beautiful words from my favourite Delph (laughs) (laughs) cheers Vicky it's lovely to see you (laughs) lovely to see you too and thank you so much for being such an amazing guest so honest so humble I don't I just love you Darren and I'm so pleased for you and so thank you thanks a lot thanks for having me on I've really enjoyed it So I'm going to predict a rise in memberships to the Darren Day fan club after people listen to this because I know I'm fucking in love with them now. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I like the fella beforehand, but just listening to him talk, but he's so charismatic and honest and open. Like, oh, Sophie, you are one lucky woman. You are, I would have happily been engaged to him at one point. I don't care if he broke me heart. I would have happily done it. Oh, God, what a man. And what a lovely message as well. Like, I don't know about you guys, but what I got from listening to Darren talk is it's just never too late to change your story. People had him written off as a love rat, as an addict. And he's been really honest that, yes, he was those things at one point, but look at him now. He is in a happy and healthy relationship. He is finally diagnosed correctly and he's working and he's happy and he's he's just such a nice man and it makes us think about my own journey like everyone had me written off as this reality tv scumbag this monster you don't have to be what everyone thinks you are and it's never too late to change um it's never too late to grow and it's never too late to be that best version of yourself so i hope you guys all took from that what i did because it was a really beautiful message and it's made me feel very hopeful and very inspired oh darn dear who would have thought it's on I love him. If you are loving Vicky Patterson and Secret 2 as much as I'm enjoying making it, then please tell your friends about where we're still new, we're still fresh, we need as many listeners as possible. If you have anything you'd like to tell us here at the the old headquarters, then please send us an email. It is vickypattersonpodcast at gmail.com and we love hearing from you. Guys, have a great week. <laughs>